It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Ned and Josh podcast. Although, I will say, if you're listening for the first time, it's a welcome to you for the first time. Yeah, exactly right. We don't think that you have to start necessarily at podcast one. That's um, very something we'd like to be very clear about. You can actually jump on this train at any point. We like to think of this podcast like skipping rope. Just yep. jump in when you can. Yeah. Once you think that you're about to trip over, jump out, then maybe jump back in. I, I don't know it. where this analogy is going, no, but I, I think enjoy that it, it. it started off very strong. I'm waiting slowly... for you to, ironically, as part of this analogy, trip over. Yeah, I'm very excited. And instead, I'll just wrap it up no, and say lovely. I'm the king of skipping. Good work, mate. Um, um, look, we've had a bit of feedback from yesterday's podcast. Uh, no, we will not be making old dad microphones. That's not happening. Um, he asked for them. He was Diva-esque in his demands. We yeah. will not be making microphones specifically for when my dad joins the show. Partly because... Like, going forward, he's not going to be, like, a reoccurring part of the show. I don't know show. if he'll ever be back on the show, quite frankly. <laughs> we might bring him back every hundred episodes yeah, or something yeah. just to, like, commemorate the centarium or whatever, but I don't think... I don't he, want this to be a regular occurrence. I don't think he needs a mic. Um... Just quickly, we also had a bit of a chat yesterday on the show about parking fines, and the really fascinating thing for me is we've got some more parking news, um, but this one's a bit of a different one. It's a, a bit of Canberra parking news that I think could potentially be rolled out across the country, so let me just go straight for what the Canberra parking news is. Beam scooters, the purple scooters, mm-hmm. going to be announcing that now there will be a $2 parking fee for parking in places that are not designated parking zones. Mm. So it's to incentivize people to park in the areas that they want you to park in. So like sort of designated curbside or putting them neatly where they should be. If you want to just go anywhere and park any random place, $2 fee. You are, and I don't know who you is in this, but maybe Beam. Maybe this is who I'm directing this towards. Big Scoot. You are. Nah, not even Big Scoot. Beam specifically. Um, these were meant to be such a convenient, mm-hmm. effortless yeah. thing to get around, and you are slowly and surely making them less and less and less yep. convenient as you no, go. Just, but let me be clear about something here, because I actually rallied against parking fines yesterday, but I'd like to change tact ever so slightly, well, and, and excuse my palais vous français, but people are parking like assholes with the scooters. That is true. They're just putting them anywhere. I went to find one the other day, and it was doing the thing where it beeps, you know, to help you find it. Mm. I couldn't find it, because it was in a ditch. Like, it was literally... <laughs> I had to go down and rescue it from a stormwater drain. I'm like, why did you put it there? I do think that there is sort of like a Goldilocks golden area for the scooters where it's like, I don't think we should be told where to park them. But I also don't think that we should be taking the piss and just being... I've seen people get off the scooters and turn them off before they've even stopped moving. Like people just let go of them and start running and then they just careen into walls and they're like, well, there it goes. See, that is is maniacal We're being given a gift, guys. This is insane (laughs) behaviour. And I think, honestly, with the way I've seen some people treat these scooters, which are actually expensive bits of equipment, a $2 parking fee is not too bad. It's actually... they're not, not even bad. saying, like, we won't let you park. Like, because that's a feature they can do. They won't let you leave it in certain areas. Because yeah. I've, I've had that happen before. And you have to, like, push it like an idiot to try and find somewhere where you can park. They could just turn that on for everywhere. Mm. All they're saying is, we'll still let you be a douche, but it's going to cost you $2. Yeah, and like you said, $2 is a sting, but it's not enough of a warning that I would never do it. Yeah, if I had to do it, yeah. because I needed to get somewhere quickly and it wasn't near a good parking area, I'd cop the $2. What are the orange ones called? I've ever, what, Neuron. Neuron. Is it Neuron? It's Neuron, yeah. God, I forgot. I've not seen a Neuron in ages. Yeah, it's it's all beam. The beams are a little bit more prominent, which is ironic because they're purple. They're, they're not as visible of a colour, I think. But they have better suspension. And they've got the seats. 
Neuron uh, need to really compete with the seats now. This is the problem. I've not been on a seated Neither one. Neither have I, but I've but seen I've them. Seen them. Yeah, yeah. Me too. They look rad. <laughs> and they have $75 to park in the wrong spot. It's like if someone drew like a stick figure moped. That's what they look like. Yeah, that's exactly what they look like. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. doesn't even turn me off no. as an idea. <laughs> One of the big COVID phenomenons, like an absolute phenomenon, was Netflix's original series, Squid Game. Yeah, I remember. Um, it was pandemonium. I loved it. And it, I, me too, I loved it as well because there was so you many- watch it on English or, with, or did you watch it with subtitles? And you won't be able to hear or see this, but this is me dusting uh, dust cred. off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched it. Du- uh, no, <laughs> damn it. I watched it subbed, which is yeah, subtitled. Yeah, and you watched dubbed. it dubbed. I watched it dubbed. Yeah, I did not watch it yeah, dubbed. No, I, I, don't worry, I'm not going to go in on you on that because I said, did you watch it on English? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm also not the expert of how to say what it is. Right so, now, we yeah. could both uh, tear into each other, mm-hmm. but let's say mutual Put destruction down. and move forward. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Because <laughs> that was a bad showing from both of us. I am... Uh, well, no, I just finished it last night. My girlfriend Carrie and I have been watching Squid Game, The Challenge, the reality oh. show on Netflix that's based on Squid Game. And Carrie's never seen Squid Game, and I am so angry because the show, she's loved The Challenge and has no interest in seeing the show. She yeah. doesn't like stuff that's too gory or anything, and unfortunately, <laughs> that is what Squid Game is. So that's primarily yeah. what it is. Um, I've not seen any of it, but... Um, it's I- a truly, truly... Bizarre show. Because, it looks great. Yeah, no, and I found what I found, the thing that was interesting for me, and it's got to be so frustrating as a producer of reality show, is people randomly get eliminated. So they're obviously building someone up to be the big villain or building mm. so, and then they just die in the next challenge. And it's like, well, there you go. That's unfortunate. And it's not this, it's, it's uh, completely unlike Survivor, where yep. it's not like statistics and being no, smart. No, it's like, it's if just, you can't pull a rope hard enough, you're going home. A lot of it's <laughs> random. A lot of it's completely yeah. random. And they lose like the character they've been building for three episodes like that. And it's just, not interesting in that realm, but I will say the the attention to detail, the way they've replicated the sets, the way they've made some of the games look great, it's truly incredible. The thing I have the biggest issue with, though, is probably the thing that when I first heard about it, I was like, well, how is this not just like a bunch of adults playing laser tag? Mm. In Squid Game... People die. They lose their life. So it's meant to be played by a bunch of evil billionaires that are making everyday people for money fight each other to the death. It's capitalism. It is an analogy (laughs) of sorts. (laughs) The thing I don't understand with this, when I first started sitting down and watching it, was if no one's going to die, how do the stakes matter? Like, how do the stakes at all matter? And then I realized, oh, they're going to give away a lot of money. But for the first 400 people, they probably know the stats are against them even get... Once yeah. it got to, like, 10 people, that's when it got interesting because everyone's visualizing themselves winning then, and then you're interested. Um, in the show, like Squid Game, there was also an insane amount of money. Yeah. But they also had to kill everyone else that didn't win because they're like, we can't have you just going out and telling people this is going on. So... Like, the stakes were so much higher in yeah. the show. Yeah. Because and this is not what... only did you lose the money, but you also died. I don't know how to say what I want to say now. I have a feeling I know what you want to say, and I, I really would recommend against it. No. I'm talking about <laughs> my problem while I was watching the show, right? Okay. So, these are real people playing the real challenge. If they were to bring one of the guards in... And shoot someone in the oh head. Oh, my God. So no, no, hang yeah. on. Let me finish my sentence. You need let to. Let me finish my <laughs> sentence. Could the contestants on the show really be that surprised? <laughs> They've signed up to do this. They've seen the show. They know what the show is. Like, 
if that happened and you were there, you'd be like, oh my God, of course, I just signed up to be on the Squid Game. Like, why did I do this? This isn't Big Brother. This isn't Survivor. I've signed up to be a part of a recreation of the most violent, horrible show. Like, it would be obviously, no, don't do that. Mm. But the thing I kept thinking the whole time I was watching it was when, especially when they were doing the marbles, I was like, imagine if one of them just died right now. <laughs> You'd be like, oh my god, this was all meant to be fake. And is you're it like, Netflix <laughs> making this? What the hell's going on? I think they probably, ultimately, I'm not victim blaming, but I'm saying you did sign up for Squid Game. So, I mean, at the end of the day, could you be surprised? What'd you expect? <laughs> I've got somewhat of an interesting survey for you at the moment because yep. it's 50-50. I love a survey where it's literally people can't even remotely come to a consensus. But it's 50-50 for uh, males. And I also think that you and I might actually be one side and the other. Oh, you don't don't think we're going to be on the same side of men surveyed on this particular question? I actually think we're going to represent the survey. Oh, wow. We will have a 50-50 split down the middle of this studio. But I'm very curious to see, and I want your honest answer. Recently... Don't know how many people, don't know what company did it. I'm just bringing you the headlines essentially okay, today, yeah. guys, because that's all that matters. It's not a statistic that matters whatsoever, and it probably could be just made up. But now we're not on broadcast, fact finding's a lot less important for us. Exactly so. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who cares? It's just our dignities to go out the window. Actually, no, we get sued personally. That's what right? I mean. Yeah, that's a I problem. thought you were kidding. Yeah, no, yeah. No, <laughs> it's so much more important now. <laughs> we can't hide behind a station. What's happened is that 50% mm. of males believe that they could land a passenger plane. <laughs> not yeah, okay. not figure it out, but like be talked talked talk, through. Talked yeah, it through by, the by HQ yeah. and mm-hmm. the tower control and but they feel like they have enough wherewithal to, and common to sense. Yep. And look, I feel like a lot of pilots do be like, you kind of just what what is autopilot? Like I don't know what that is. Does that land the plane? I have what, heard, what the hell's going on? And I don't know. Airline pilots, if you're listening to this podcast, fantastic. Feel free to get in touch with us at uh, email at Ned and Josh. God, could you imagine? I've heard through a friend of a friend, and I think everyone's heard this urban legend before. I've got a friend who's a domestic airline pilot who has landed a plane on autopilot because he was so scared of the storm he was in. Mm. Like, I've heard that story before, and I was like, no way. Then I Googled it. Apparently, in dire scenarios, planes technically could land themselves on autopilot. Mm. So, I'm going to say, with that said... Wait, 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 wait. Don't tell me your answer, because I'd like to, because this is the answer now. Pure honesty from you. I don't. Yep. It, not. It, I don't want it to be funnier. I don't no, want it to yep, be. No, I'll give you the honest up. answer. Uh, on the count of three, I, all I want you to do is answer. Do you think you could land a passenger plane? And I'll answer at the same time. Okay, here we okay, go. Here we go. Do you think that you could uh, land successfully a passenger plane? Three, two, one. Hell no. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There we go. There we go. And ladies and gentlemen, there's your survey. I can confirm in this room it's fifty-fifty. You're an idiot. There's no way. No, definitely. Good. There's no. You can't reverse parallel park. So shut up. I know. I definitely. Well, it's straight. You just go in a straight line. I don't have to turn it backwards. I just need to get it in a straight line and stop it. So you know the third dimension of going up and down. It's yeah. I love that you think that landing I a commercial dri- passenger plane I can drive would be down easy. a ramp at a car park. Yeah, because you're know going how, down you know in a straight line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how your wheels are on something, the ground touching that. I don't think you're comprehending that you wouldn't have that in a plane. You're in the air. Nah, there's no way. No, no, no. I definitely could do it, and it's not even for the reason that I just said, which is the <laughs> autopilot thing. Yeah. I I could do it without that. I definitely think I could be talked down through the tower mm. on how to land a plane. I wish I had. I've played some flight simulator. 
I'm not a bad pilot in Flight Simulator. I don't believe you. Mm. I also wish I had any lingo, but I, this, is why, this is why I know that it's no for me. Yeah. I get so flustered so quickly. And if someone would like, if the HQ was like, pull up, pull up, pull up. Pull, what are you pulling up? I'd, I'd freak out. Yeah, like, it's I am yeah. pulling up. I, I don't am. know what the hell you it's want me to do. It's your stupid plane. Yeah. I shouldn't be in here at all. Flash- so don't yell at me. All right? flashbacks to driving <laughs> lessons. You're just screaming at I the person. I am breaking. I am tra- breaking. I'm trying my hardest. The indicator's on. All right? <laughs> just leave me alone. I'm, I'm not kidding, though. I would need complete silence from the passengers. And I don't think I'd get that, to be honest. Oh, no. They'd be like, hey, look, guys. <laughs> up here. Yeah. This guy reckons he can give it a crack. Let's see how he goes. I can't imagine everyone on board's like, all right, let's go. Guys, shut up, please. I understand. I understand. Stop calling your loved ones. I've got to do my best. I have to do my best. The crying's distracting me, guys. guys. Shut that kid up. <laughs> the term silly season is being thrown around and it's the right time to be using it. We are getting near 10 days away from Christmas and shops are becoming a bit pandemonium-esque. It's the people, what I like to call it now because it's not, it's not crunch time, but it's mm-hmm. the people who have left it vaguely late, yep. but still are putting in a lot of effort. It's great to see people out there with their families, shopping, looking for gifts. It's wonderful. You can catch me on the 20th of December. Just panicking. Just yep. got like, what's left? Yep. Just give me whatever's left. Anything I can find. <laughs> now, this is what I I do want to say, though. Obviously, we're at a point where it's time to remember that you're not the only people out there and Mm. everybody else is in the same stressful situation. So, just kindness, especially in car parks, all that stuff is very important. But just remembering where you are, I think, is probably the number one. And the reason I say that is this morning I was at the shops just before we started uh, recording the podcast and I was unusually disturbed by something that I heard. (laughs) Cut above how disturbed you usually are. I was unusually (laughs) disturbed. And let me just recreate the conversation I heard. I was one aisle over uh, at the shops. You know what? I'm going to do it because if this person by some bizarre chance is listening, I'm lecturing you specifically. I was at the reject shop in Gungahlin in Canberra. Yeah, This is exactly what I heard. A little girl in the aisle behind the aisle I was in. Dad, did you fart? And then the dad go, yeah, I did. Mm. You're not at home. Like, (laughs) there are people around everywhere that can hear what you just said. I don't. I get that it's a fun moment with you and your daughter, but you just farted in in an open store. Is it? I don't know. Smell my intestines. (laughs) Here's what I had two days ago for lunch. Oh, Dad, you're so cool and funny. <laughs> I love it when you fart. I, we have so much fun together. I could not. Be- I just heard it, and I did that whole double take. Huh? Yeah. What? That just happened? Yeah. I thought that this was going to be that. Like, why is the daughter calling out the dad like that? But for the dad to be like, <laughs> Yeah, I did. You're damn tootin'. Speaking of tootin'. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> Chill out. Come on. You I, are not at home. Yeah. I think it goes for everything bar sneezing. Yeah. Sneezing, yeah. it's like it, it's happening regardless. It's, it's coming whether or not you whether you want it to mm-hmm. or not. But farting and burping. No, you just, could probably do a little bit about it, I reckon. What? Oh, yeah, exactly right. Just hold it in. Just yeah. hold it in or at least have an agreement that if it does happen, maybe don't call attention to it. I think I think what you do in that scenario, you be the little girl. You be the okay. little girl, all right? right? This is this is definitely what you do for the sake of those around you. Okay. Um, do I need a voice, or can I? Is it yeah, funnier if do, I do just, this just voice? Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do whatever voice. Do you just fart, Dad? <laughs> I have to put <laughs> make your voice deeper. Do you when... just fart, Dad? 
No, I didn't. And it's not very polite to call things like that out in public. Well, someone in this shop shit themselves then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. I'd be so stoked if one of the boys did that. One of Carrie's boys. I'd be like, yeah, get them. Get them. Bo- they shouldn't be farting in public. You're so right. Yeah, I'd pull them out of school. You've learned everything you need to. I, You're I, good. There's nothing more for me to teach you right now. Tremendous work. <laughs> It is now time for our first ever game that we are going to be playing on the Ned and Josh podcast. This is very exciting. Now, this is a little different because you have to go and join up at Ned and Josh's Pod Pals. We'll be asking people if they'd like to play a game and then calling them. That's how this works now in podcast form. Uh, We demanded of you that you just call up whenever we asked. This time, it's on us. We're calling calling you. We're coming to you. It seems fair now. Mm -hmm. Um, we did so many games. Yep. We really, really used to do so many games, and um, we're not sure where we sit with all of our games. So what we're going to do is bring back our single favourite game to kick all of this off with a brand new name. Yeah. We have, we, we not, haven't necessarily lost the rights to the name, but I feel like just a, a new... This should be safe. A new coat of paint on everything would be good. We have a game that involves a cheeky parrot, and that parrot is the Arnott's Parrot. Mm. Um, the game revolves around TikTok biscuits. Now, the way this works is we get somebody on the phone, we pull out a TikTok biscuit, they have to tell us the time that is on the biscuit. The game has a new name, and it has its first contestant, the first ever contestant on the Ned and Josh podcast. We say a very big hello to Maddie. How's it going, Maddie? It's going really, really well. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, thank right. you. Welcome to being in the first first person to ever play a game on the podcast. Yes, I'm so excited. We're running out of firsts, unfortunately. Yeah, this we've is had probably our first, the last one. Yeah, yeah, we've had our first guest. We've had our first caller. Now you're our first contestant, Maddie. <laughs> we, I guess we have our first celebrity, and I don't know who that's yeah, going to be. It's very interesting. And that's obviously not going to happen for years, Ooh. but we'll get to that. <laughs> Maddie, Please, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. I okay. should have said that. I'm sorry, Maddie. We don't. That wasn't like us teasing someone. We really have no one. <laughs> if you're famous and hearing this, schedule's wide open. Get in touch. Get in touch. All right, Maddie. Now, did you used to listen to the radio show? Yes, are, I loved the radio show every you, day. Are you familiar with a game we used to play involving Arnott's TikTok biscuits? Yes, I am. Okay, well, My that's goodness. gone. That game is gone, and now we have a game <laughs> called TikTok Turmoil, which sounds oh. unusually like the other game. It's an intense oh. travelling oh. through time. I was waiting for Kesha. Are we? Do we lose the rights to We're Kesha lost, as well? Lost the rights to okay, Kesha. Now we have royalty-free intense music. Ned's never heard this. Here we go. Is it too much, Jesus, Maddie? Maddie? We're not putting Maddie in no, the bed. No, it's, it's great. We're not putting Maddie in the bed trap from Saw. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm scared. I can't speak over this. It sounds like we're going to war. Valhalla! <laughs> All right, Maddie, we are going to draw out okay. a biscuit out of the TikTok jar that we have here right now in the studio apartment. You have to guess what time is on it. It is very, very simple to play TikTok Turmoil. It's very, very similar to another game we used to play. Um, I'm going to give some some folly, just so yep. that there's mm-hmm. no funny business. Real TikTok biscuits. Yep. Real jar. Real studio. Here we real, go. Real Maddie. Yep. We can hear the biscuits. Okay, ready? Listen They're brand new biscuits as well. Pop. Yep. Oh god, I'm weak. Oh, he's popped the jar open, Maddie. Really just yep. out of my thumb. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> do you have a preference? Do you have a preference for icing, Maddie? We have pink, yellow, or white. Oh, I'm going to go yellow. Okay, yellow. good. There's yep. so many mm-hmm. yellow on top, so that's a huge hurdle for me. Okay, let's close the jar. Ah. Here we go. Okay. Madeline. 
Yes. We don't know if that's your full name. No idea. Madison, potentially. It's not. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to miss. This is going really well. Madison, potentially. Yes. Yes. Tell us the time that you think is on this TikTok biscuit. Ooh. That was on yeah, Beta. Three, oh, oh. Oh. 3.05. Turn around so Josh can see it, so I don't have to give the bad news. It's eleven a.m. Yeah, that's well. It's not necessarily <laughs> oh, a.m. I could also be p.m. It is eleven. Yeah, it's eleven. <laughs> Maddie, that yeah, sucks. That Maddie, really disappointing to I not love... have a win as our first caller. But that's that's okay. That's the, all right. Yeah, it's not on you. That's, that's on okay. us. I feel like. Sh- what do I do with this now? Do we put it back in the jar or do I eat it? No, you eat it. Yeah, yeah. you eat it. He's eating the biscuit. Definitely can I ask, eat it. Can I ask, Maddie? because we have to call you now, that's well, the way the podcast works. Mm-hmm. You joined up at the Pod Pals yep. and then we said, does anyone want to play a game? And you went, yes, mm-hmm. and then we called you. Is this the weirdest phone call you've ever received? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there yeah. for Definitely. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I've never I'm had... not complaining, though. No, no, thank Ma- you. We, we appreciate it a great that. way. But yeah. it's just so much weirder when we call you to do this. We're like... Definitely. Yeah, we don't have like a scheduled time anymore, so we're just going to be calling you maybe at two in the morning. <laughs> Who knows when we called Maddie? Maddie knows. Uh, there's a privacy policy <laughs> in place. Where no, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Maddie, thank you very much for uh, your participation today. Sorry we couldn't give you the win, but you've got the win of being the first ever contestant on the Ed and Josh podcast. Thank you so much. It was lovely talking with you. One of the things I'm um, going to enjoy about the podcast is that we can sort of just bring stuff here that we kind of find funny. Like okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, with the radio, it's like you sort of do have to be like, what's the most up-to-date current thing that's happening right now? Oh, so you think podcasts, because of the fact that people can go back and listen to them whenever, don't have to be as evergreen? Exactly. You could be listening. No, you have to be more evergreen. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm, sure. Whatever. You could be listening to this right now in 2030, which means all of the stories you're hearing are very, very outdated. What's the future like? Is it hot? I have a feeling it's going to be really hot. Uh, or we're all dead. It's, it's one or the other. <laughs> Who do you think goes... Do, what do you think hair-wise? I'm, I'm, and I know this is very self-indulgent. Am I bald by 2030? Nah. No, no, no. You're good. Balding? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think you're... You're good. But then immediately balding. Let's not kid ourselves. Away. <laughs> let's, not be, let's not live in a fictional universe. Of course, it's not there. Uh, I think you have thick head of hair. Thanks, mate. Grey as the day is long. Oh, yeah, no. I look like Steve Martin. Which I will... Oh, God, I'll be so jealous mm. of. All I want is for my hair to turn grey. Yeah. Could you imagine if I had my moustache but grey? My life would be complete. You look like Sam Elliott. Just roll advertisements. Hmm? We don't have any yet. I wanted to end the podcast just there. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah. All I want into my life is to look like Sam Elliott. Oh, okay. So, yeah. gosh, what a compliment. Start living harder. <laughs> is what I would say. Spend a <laughs> lot more time in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this story is from a couple of years ago. So, my apologies if you saw it. This happened two years before COVID. That's how old this story oh, is. Oh, wow. So. Okay. <laughs> but I saw it this morning and it just made me laugh so much. You wanted to bring it here. Um, there is a, uh, a coach of a football and I'm saying with that with a U because it's soccer yep. team, mm-hmm. um, who is doing a press conference in another country where he's taking press from like the world, okay. like the world's yep. correspondence, yep. which means that he's having to get a translator to translate a lot of what they're saying. Sure. 
Guys translating from French to English. Now, I think that most people would agree that French is probably the sexiest. It's the language of love. Yeah, a lot of people say that it sounds the prettiest to listen to. It does. It sounds It sounds the way cursive looks. I and think. actually, especially in the face of me and my incredibly Ramsey Street accent, then for whatever reason, going, it sounds as pretty as it... Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah French <laughs> is better than our our version of English, I will say. Oh, je te sois, je te sois, yeah, it's and amazing. Like, That's beautiful. beautiful to listen to. We Canada! <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. Oof, it's hard on the ears. Anyway, this At least we're aware of it. Yeah, that's it. We're <laughs> self-aware. This coach uh, has had a question translated to him from the French translator. Mm-hmm. I don't want to set this up at all because I want everyone to hear this voice because I think that everyone thinks the same thing and then... The only reason I'm bringing this up is because the coach immediately calls it out. Well, let's have a little bit of a listen to something from two years before COVID. Yeah, and see five how, years ago. See how funny this indeed is. So it's a very important game tomorrow. How are you going to play against Paris tomorrow? Very erotic voice, by the way. The translator. <laughs> Congratulations. Wow. Again, please. (laughs) (laughs) Again, please. There is no way. Do you think that guy's turning it on, or well, I know he's turning us all on, but uh, do you you think putting it on? Do you think that guy's putting it on? Do you think he actually has that voice? And because he's French but speaks English, just the the way it comes out is so. Let me hear it one more time. Are you going to play against Paris tomorrow? There's no way. Nah. (laughs) He's. Oh, I oh, think what's dude. happening is that is actually that guy's voice, except that's his maybe. That's maybe his morning voice, or he's just gotten over a cold. He's got a hangover or something. Maybe like listen to that again. Are you going to play against Paris tomorrow? That sounds like he's phoning in his job as a translator. He's like, uh, I don't even, I don't even care. But it's so sexy. It, maybe that's it, why. That's what I'm saying. He's just. Yeah. It would be like me going, uh, I don't even care. Yeah, it doesn't sound whatever. sexy because my voice doesn't do that. But his, listen. Are you going to play against Paris tomorrow? It sounds like he doesn't God. care about his job, but it's just God, sexy. God, it's, sexy. It's a sexy indifference to play borrow it, a Jason Bateman phrase. Are you going to play against Paris tomorrow? That's Puss in Boots. Mm. That is Puss in Boots. That's Puss in Boots. Play it again. It's me, Puss. Are you going to play against Paris tomorrow? <laughs> in Boots. <laughs> Soccer Boots. <laughs> Are you going to play against Paris tomorrow? Yeah, he should be reading erotic novels. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the time has come, the war has said me being the warrus in this scenario, to talk of celebrity things. Does that make me the other dude? What was he? The chicken wing? What? The time has set come, the warrus said, to talk of many things, of ships, of sales, of chicken wings. <laughs> That's not the right. That's not the right. Um, it was from Alice in Wonderland. Do you think- chicken wings back then. Chickens, what do you think? They, they, they didn't have wings back then. Yeah, but I'm also saying that the rabbit was like, oh my, oh my, I'm on. I'm very late for a very important date. And you think someone also was like, let's talk about chicken wings. It's Wings Tuesday down at Bleachers. Got to get down there. I think it was like a cobbler or a yeah. painter or something. Who knows? Who anyway, the point here is... <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. The time has come. To talk about the celebrity that I went on holidays with. I've been Mm. talking about this for a week on the podcast, nearly, And it has been something that has been teased. It's been something that's been built up. And I don't think it's going to disappoint in any way, shape or form. Here are the clues. If you would like to have your final 20 second guesses. Here are the clues you've been given so far. Um, Where were you? You're in Darwin, Mm -hmm. weren't you? You're in Darwin. I was in Darwin. Um, this person was in one of the biggest bands of all time. Yes. And they would I would say that they are more commonly known by a nickname. They are. Than they, their actual name. All right. Ten, five seconds left. Get your guesses in, guys. Here we go. Let's go. We were at the pool. We were at the pool. 
And we were the only ones, Carrie and myself, at this pool at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, another couple came to the pool. They started just sunbaking, whatever. And then a group of British people came to the pool, maybe five people in total. Yep. There was uh, a lady that was sitting by herself for most of it. She was on her phone texting backwards and forwards. And, oh, yeah. and Carrie made the joke of, oh, she's up to no good because she keeps smiling at her phone. Like Ooh. she's having like a little bit of a rendezvous with somebody, a back and forth. Maybe she's having getting a little cheeky, risky text. And so that person stood out to us. We were like, oh, okay, you're doing your people watching thing yeah, you do course. on holidays. You're trying to give everyone a backstory. Anyway, we went for a swim. We went to the swim up bar. You can listen in previous podcasts and I did not enjoy that experience. Yeah. But The bartender staunched Josh. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point here is when we went up to the swim up bar, because this was actually the second time we'd gone up there, there was a bit of chatter amongst the group that were at the bar. It was the couple that were there before us, the bartender that's been aforementioned, and then Carrie and I. They were all chatting amongst themselves. And we've sort of gone, what? What? They're laughing. Are they laughing at us? I mean, yeah, what's going on? We've just come from a Canberra winter. I'm incredibly pale. I get that. But what are we What are we laughing at? Like, it's part wh- of the course. Why is everyone laughing? You said they're also British. Okay. So no, well, no, they were more tan than me. Okay, you really are very Yeah, pale. I know. <laughs> the British guy said in a British accent, oh, I finally found a bloke wider than me. And I was like, Whoa, I need oh, to... I come I need from to, a land down under. I need to go outside occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we get up to the bar and they're laughing. They're chuckling about something. It wasn't how pale I was. It was the fact that they had noticed one of the other guests as well. They had noticed a guest in the British group that had rocked up. Mm-hmm. The bartender, we go, what, what's going on? And he goes, didn't you see who that was? And we're like, no. He goes, that's Sporty Spice. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. And I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. There's no way that can be Mel C. Anyway, so what we did was we had a cocktail and then sort of sashayed over to where the group was in the pool, in the water. Everyone's making enough of a kerfuffle that you need to at least check it out. Yeah. Lo and behold... <laughs> Melanie C was at the pool with us in Darwin. Sporty Spice was on holiday with us. The most active of all the spices. Yeah. Oh no, of course. Yes. She was actually in Darwin doing like a DJ set and she was in That's Australia. So sick. Yeah. So she's been in Australia recently doing this DJ tour. Yeah. And she was there with, I guess, her group. Now, how does this story get better? In several ways. <laughs> the first way that I will explain yeah. is actually I'm going to jump forward in time because it's the second most interesting part of the story, but it does get better. Okay, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, so here we go. This is the next day. Yeah. We're at the airport to fly back to Canberra and we start hearing a kerfuffle behind us. Sporty Spice and her entourage are in the security <laughs> line behind us. At this point, Carrie's like, do we get a photo? Because we have resisted the urge to ask for a photo at the pool. She's relaxing. It just didn't seem right. Uh, and basically what Carrie's got now is, well, sh- do you want a photo now? And I'm like, I don't think... Carrie's a bit older than me. She loved the Spice. I-, I don't think I'm the one that wants the photo here. You keep drawing attention to the fact she's here. I think you want the photo. She's trying to go for strength in numbers, obviously. I would also say that... The universe has been like, I gave you an opportunity, yep. and now it's going, really take me up on this offer. You're Decide, not going to get this chance again. <laughs> no. I don't want to take the photo, because oh, she's, she's in the line for security. I don't want to bother her. Good on you. We go up to the lounge, because Carrie travels for business, and I can get into the lounge. I'm not trying to say I can get in. I'm unemployed. Leave me alone. Yeah. So we went into so the instead lounge. instead of making everyone jealous, you made everyone sad. Yeah. <laughs> That's better than jealous. <laughs> we went into the lounge. We sat down. I'm having my little toasty. In, in the lounge. You really don't deserve to be there. The person who sits next to us is sporty freaking Spice. The universe was like, take she a photo sat, with this woman. She sat down <laughs> next to us in the ginormous Qantas Club area. She sat next to us with her whole entourage. 
The universe is like, if you don't take this photo, I'm going to make her your permanent neighbor. We get on the plane. There can't be. This we get on the plane. The three people behind us in the row behind us in economy are Sporty's entourage. They're the three people she was traveling with. Only th- only three men entourage? Yeah, so no, she had three people with her. She had a, a, two guys and a girl that were with her. They were sitting in the three seats directly behind where Carrie and I were to sit. There was a spare seat next to Carrie. And I said to Carrie, I looked at her and went, if she sits next to you, we will ask for the photo. Yeah, because this yeah. is now silly. Like You're being built borderline threatened by the universe. Carrie looks at me and goes, no, 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 she's already, she's sitting in 1A. Yeah, she's in business. Yeah. So she's made her entourage fly, but that's fine. I mean, that's okay. That's that's a superstar thing to do. They're not touring as the Spice Girls anymore. I get that. I told <laughs> producer Michael this story and he went, and I'm going to use some language here. He went, I said, she was sitting in 1A. She didn't sit next to us. Mm. And he went, of course she's sitting in 1A. She's a f- Spice Girl. <laughs> yeah, they, na- they invented a spice for her. <laughs> She's sporty spice. So that's the end of the story. We didn't actually see her. We got to Sydney and there were a whole bunch of sport uh, f- uh, fans waiting for her, all right? Yeah. Now, what ended up happening the day before, we'll go back in time now, Christopher Nolan style, I actually saw Sporty Spice before anyone. Before was- anyone at the pool, before anything. I actually saw her first and did not recognize her. So I was going to say, it just like you just saw this woman and yep. didn't realize that she was the sporty spice. We were at the pool and I had forgotten the sunblock up in the room. And, and Carrie, as we've said, yep, I needed the sunblock. You get about two minutes yep, before. I needed the sunblock. You talk, turn into pork crackling. Carrie's gone, go, go up to the room and get the sunblock. So I have turned around and thought to myself, yep, okay, fine, no dramas, I'll do that. I, for whatever reason, and you know me well, this is a very not me decision, have decided to do that without putting my tank top back on. I've gone, I'm, in, I'm at the resort. The resort's nearly empty because it's not the on season here yeah. in Darwin. Okay. I just walk back up to the room quickly, shirtless. So I'm in my boardies and no shirt. Little bit of flab and very pale. I'm walking down the hallway of this hotel and a guy and a girl start coming towards me. Mm-hmm. The guy is dressed very chicly, and I actually noticed the guy, because he dresses like my mate Oscar, who's a DJ, and I was like, I bet you he's a DJ. Like, he's dressed like a DJ. You can pick him. And then I kind of looked to the side and saw this woman, and she, I didn't really clock her except for the fact that she looked me up and down and gave me a look as if to say, probably would have put a shirt on. I don't know why you've decided to walk down this indoor area shirtless. Like, she was looking at me like I was very out of place. She was (laughs) like, this is not... Why didn't you put a shirt? Like, she gave me that look. You look like the human equivalent of a bowl of porridge. You may have already guessed, but that woman was Sporty Spice. She's like, you do not look sporty. No, no. She was like, I know Sporty, and you're not it. You should be wearing a shirt. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're at the end of another episode. Yes. Um, just before we wrap things up, uh, obviously, the celebrity you saw, Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave everyone like a final second to just guess um, who it might have been. Um, my dad's been listening to the podcast, so... Yeah, okay. Shout out to Greg Brewey. Um, thanks. <laughs> hey, here are, the, here are the clues again. Biggest, uh, one of the biggest bands in the world, mm-hmm. synonymous with a nickname. Yep. And I think that was the only clues I gave. British, maybe I said as well. My dad sends me a message, uh, like on Friday or whatever, and he's like, "Was it Sting?" <laughs> no, from, from the police. No, it wasn't. As uh, we now know, I was wasn't. like, "Do you think I may have told you 
I probably wouldn't have made you, my father, wait for the podcast to drop to be like, "Hey, Josh met Sting like a month ago." There are some there are some perks to raising you, and one of them would be you don't have to wait for the pod to drop. If you just want to ask a question, Dad, you can. I see you, Father, as more more of a more than just a fan. So if you have questions, come yeah. to them with me. You're not. Yeah, it's not listener, Greg. It's Dad. <laughs> Yeah, the guy who signed my birth certificate gets more privileges than someone who enjoys the podcast. <laughs> Having said that, you guys get all the privileges, and even yeah. more if you're a pod pal. So you can go and find the pod pals right now on Facebook. It's Ned and Josh's Pod Pals. Please go and join up. It's where we found uh, Maddie today for the TikTok game. It's where we're going to TikTok be- turmoil, mate. So very Oof. careful with that one. All right, yep. we, 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 I don't even remember what I said, but that's who where we found Maddie. And mm-hmm. if you'd like to be involved in the show, we'll probably just be asking, calling, doing that kind of stuff. So very yep. much join Ned and Josh's Pod Pals now. Once again, not to be the the influencer mate that everyone seems to have on Instagram that goes watch this space, big things coming. I hate it, but it is actually true. There's some very exciting stuff coming Huge in the next stuff. couple of days on the Ned and Josh podcast. If you want to win some things on the way up to Christmas. You don't want to miss tomorrow's show We're going to be giving you some big news Everyone who's been reaching out to us going Hey, um, probably should try to start making some money off this podcast soon Big news Stick around (laughs) But it's going to work for you guys Almost better than us Better than us (laughs) Well, that was the Ned and Josh podcast Make sure to find the boys on socials Just search at Ned and Josh 